This is the Simi Sarah Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. In CKNW Business, Federal Finance Minister Bill Morneau says economic growth will guide the Liberal government's spending decisions in the future rather than specific fiscal discipline benchmarks. Heading towards five years of multi-billion dollar deficits, the government all but stripping away the firm fiscal restraints it promoted on the election trail. Morneau says the new spending plan plan aims to put the country on a higher growth trajectory for years to come, which he hopes will help beat his budget's expectations and balance the books in five years. CKNW News is now 135. I'm Matt Lee. Uh, thank you, Linda. This is province columnist Mike Smith, and it's my pleasure to fill in for Simi Sarah today. Earlier on the show, we talked about the minimum wage going up in British Columbia. Right now, BC has the second lowest minimum wage in Canada at $10.45 an hour. It's scheduled to go up by just a dime. That's because it's indexed to the inflation rate. But the government indicating they are going to raise the minimum wage higher than that. Earlier today on the program, I spoke to BC Labour Minister Shirley Bond. Here's what she had to say. I certainly hear from uh, Irene Lanzinger, organized labour, and many organizations regularly about what their view is. But I thought it was only fair to go back to our, our business stakeholders and talk to them about the impacts of, a, of an additional bump to the minimum wage. And we do have to remember, this is about balance. It's about making sure we're not impeding job growth, but at the same time being fair to people who are earning minimum wage in the province. And I should tell you this, Mike, that when I look at the numbers of people earning minimum wage, we're seeing those numbers continue to drop. Last year, there was about 117,000 people in the province. This year, it's 93,000 people. So even though the group is smaller, you know, we're looking at a CPI increase of 10 cents. And, and, you know, the Premier wants us to think about uh, whether that's enough. All right, that's B.C. Labour Minister Shirley Bond speaking to me earlier today on the show. Well, you heard her say she's going to be consulting with the business community about how much the minimum wage uh, should go up in British Columbia. Let's do some consultation of her own here right now. Very pleased to welcome Ian Tostenson now, the president of the B.C. Restaurant Association. Ian, thanks for taking some time on a holiday for us. My pleasure, Michael. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks a lot for coming on. What do you think about this issue around the minimum wage in B.C.? Well, you know what? We did have a meeting with with the minister on Wednesday, and she sort of surprised us a bit because we tied this to last year to the cost of living or CPI. And, you know, surprise, surprise, we, you know, we could tell then that it, the CPI was going to go up and being significant just because of the way things are. So it's a little bit of a change with government. What we sold to business was certainty and uh, for the future. So they make decisions on that. We're going to have to rethink that now. I mean, the government signaled, as you just pointed out, um, that they want to change this. So the question is, how do we how do we find balance? How do we change it so that we can sort of achieve some of the objectives the Premier wants to achieve? And at the same time, be really sensitive to, to business because they're the employers, and that's 90% of small business is, you know, is, are the employers in British Columbia. And we've got to keep the economy strong. So there's a, somewhere in here, Michael, there's a balance. Okay, speaking of certainty, it wasn't that long ago that the government said, okay, every year now, from now on, the minimum wage will increase according to the inflation rate. Now they're saying something different. So I guess that certainty is no longer there. Right, and we we have to get it back to certainty because I mean you know certainty drives investment, and that's what I think you're going to find the business community a little bit sort of rolling you know with their eyes up a little bit on this one to say how do we how do we get back to that certainty because you know the other thing it does is it takes the politics out of it it says okay that's the formula 
and let's stay out of it. And I, I sense that, you know, by, by coming off of that formula, they were getting all sorts of other, other decision points right now. So I think the government wants to see something more than 10 cents. I mean, 10 cents doesn't sound like a lot, but, you know, Michael, if we were to go, here's an example for you. If, if you have, I have a friend who has a little cafe in White Rock, and if, if we were to get a 4% increase in the, in the minimum wage, which eventually would get to $11, yep. her wage bill would go up about $10,000 a year. And, you know, she's already put her prices up because of food costs and property tax increases and incoming CPP or CPP. So the question is, you know, all these increases to business, they come through a series of different levels of government in a very uncoordinated way. And only person that understands all the impact, this is the business owner. So what we said to the minister was, before we do anything, we need to assess that business owner and at all levels, the cost that he's faced with, he or she, before we just add more cost in isolation. And I think the minister understands that. Okay. But, you know, I think the, hmm? Okay. We also have a separate minimum wage here in, in British Columbia for liquor servers, correct? Right. Yeah. How, how much is that minimum wage right now for liquor servers? It's nine forty-five, so it's a dollar less. And that's for, uh, that's for liquor servers because the, you know, the assumption is they're going to make you know, money and tips, and, and they do a, very well on tips. And so I think you'll find most liquor servers are going to say, we don't even care about the minimum wage, really, because they work for tips. And, and the difference between what they earn on wages versus tips is substantial. So it's a non-issue for them. But um, as goes the 1045, so will go the 945. So last year, it went up by 20 cents in both categories. Okay, so the liquor service, the liquor service minimum wage is also indexed to the inflation rate. Yeah, correct? it is. That's correct. That's okay, correct. so presumably that liquor server rate will also be going up potentially more than the the inflation yeah. rate now. Yeah, and I yeah, I'm for sure. I think if whatever they want to do on one side, they'll do on the other. So what kind of what um, kind of what are you hearing in the very early, you know, we just found out about this yesterday, but are you hearing any reaction from restaurants or any restaurant owners concerned about this? Too early to tell. I, I'm for sure they are because, you know, it's not just the, the increase at the minimum level. It's also the ratcheting effect it has across. So that, you know, the person is making, you know, 1350 wants to go up to, you know, 1375, whatever that increase could be. And so, and, and so on and so forth. So that's a concern. And I think the other concern, frankly, though, is that, you know, the business, you know, business want to pay their, I mean, I told us the minister, we, we want to pay decent wages. We need to have great people. We are in the entertainment business. So it's not like we have bad employers who are not wanting to pay. But this is not a case of, you know, pleading poverty. But the restaurant business isn't the most profitable business in the world. And I can only speak for our sector. So we need to be really conscious that we find that balance. And so I think, you know, our members would say, um, we haven't had a chance to talk to them because it happened so quickly is that whatever happens here is take into account all the other cost increase we've had this year. Uh, a lot of restaurants have taken some, some pretty good price increases in the last little while, you know, 6 7 8% to cover off their food uh, or, you know, their, their costs of poultry, meat, and produce coming out of the United States. And you and I have only so much capacity before we start saying, you know what, it's getting a little expensive out there. So there's that balance. And, and I really insist that the government looks at that before they make a decision around, you know, raising the minimum wage. There's other Just, ways I think they can deal with, with the wages at that end at $10.45.
Just lastly, Ian, the B.C. Federation of Labor is calling for a much higher uh, increase in the Mm. minimum wage to $15 an hour. They point out that the city of Seattle, for example, has gone to a $15 an hour minimum wage. What kind of impact would a $15 an hour minimum wage have on the restaurant sector? Well, I think they did it for, uh, if I recall, for restaurants of 20 or more or 10 or more, so it was grouped. Um, well, you see, would add forty percent. So here's the formula, Michael. So, you know, so a, a million dollar restaurant, which is you know maybe average, has you know thirty percent of that million is labor costs. So three hundred thousand dollars. So if you went to fifteen dollars, you suddenly added forty percent, so one hundred twenty thousand dollars. So now the labor cost is four hundred twenty thousand, and did the business go up twenty five percent? Unlikely. So what they did in Seattle was is that they um, so, you know there's been some closures of restaurants in Seattle. Um, is that, that that application of fifteen dollars applies to the to the the chain restaurants? But you know, I got to say this too: most chain restaurants, a lot of chain restaurants in British Columbia, are franchised. And let us not forget the you know the Tim Hortons or the the white spot you see at McDonald's. Those in many cases are you know business owners in the community have you know uh, money they finance their businesses. So there is sensitive you know they have some efficiencies, but you know largely the, you know the industry is made up of small players. So it would be uh, a really difficult one. In time, we'll get there, right? I mean, just naturally, you know, over years, we'll get to $15. But there's no way that the industry could absorb $15. We have a high cost structure in in British Columbia. And I, I said to the minister, it's fine to say, let's compare our minimum wage to other provinces. But before we do that, what is the cost of doing businesses in Manitoba? I mean, are their property taxes lower? Are there business taxes lower we don't know that so when i hear the government say well compared to the rest of canada this is where we're sitting that's great the rest of canada i think we should be really concerned about our our home province british columbia that's where we're, we have the strongest economy in british columbia and I, should, I think we could we have to make sure we keep it that way i'm going to follow this one with keen interest ian thank you very much for coming on the show today with your perspective thanks michael take care appreciate it ian tostenson the president of the BC Restaurant Association. Let's take a break. We'll back with more. This is Mike Smith in for Simi Sarah. Stick around. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk.